Welcome to the Acrojack Podcast, episode 26. We back. What it do, dog? Two six. <sighs> yep. The the big two six. You know, everyone always says twenty six. That's the magic number, right? We're over the ha- quarter century mark, so we're doing something right. Yep. Yep. Twenty six times the charm. So uh, I guess it's the we usually usually do football first. Um, shit at this point the only thing football related to talk about is Super Bowl I think uh there's a few things in college football that I've found interesting this this uh last week hit me with it bro um Bill O'Brien got hired at Ohio State as OC and has apparently left to become the head coach at Boston College did you see who's a replacement as OC is alleged to be at the Ohio State yeah. I did not. Uh, Chip Kelly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Head coach. UCLA going to an in-conference school. I get it's a new in-conference school, but you're leaving a head coaching position voluntarily to go be an OC at Ohio State. Well, uh, who also, who also has spent allegedly has spent the most money in NIL this quote unquote off season, if you will. Who Ohio uh, State did or UCLA? Ohio State. Well, upwards of thirteen point eight million dollars in NIL money. Man, that's for transfers uh, and shit coming in. It's quite a bit for college kids. That's a for for one load. Is that just for football or is that for their university? Yes, that's just for football. Oh, that's yeah, that's uh, impressive. If nothing else, I would be willing to bet that after this year, there is more regulations on. Oh, the dude! Amount. You know they, ha- <laughs> you know they have to be working on that stuff in the background. Like, well, my God, I would hope so. I mean, because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you you have to, you have to put parameters on it, or else it's going to get so out of control that only your Ohio states and Alabamas and Floridas and A and M's are going to be able to throw that kind of money around every single year. Well, so isn't that basically what they're trying? I mean, they're what the NCAA was talking about with doing setting up the uh, I don't remember the way they worded it, but setting up that like system where schools can pay their athletes directly, like the top 100, whatever you know, universities um, would be part of this group basically that were allowed to pay athletes directly, like they had to pay um, student athletes, you know, a salary. But right. if it was the university paying, like it was all subject to like Title IX restrictions and stuff. So 
they had to make sure that they were all on board with that. Like, obviously that was something that they were tossing around, you know, earlier in the season that would, uh, I don't necessarily know that it would keep Ohio state from, or teams like Ohio state from spending that kind of money, but it would allow other schools to, to pay near the same level. Right. Oh, absolutely. More parity in the sport. Right. Because I mean, as so, it, I mean, you've seen it, and we've seen it this year. Is they're going to the kids are going to the where the money is. I mean, um, what's that? What's can't blame quarterback's him. name? What's Georgia's quarterback's name? Oh, Carson Beck. Yeah, he just went and spent two hundred seventy thousand dollars cash on a Lamborghini Urus this last week. Two hundred seventy thousand fucking dollars in cash on a Lamborghini Urus. Happy for you, bud. I mean. Ignorance at I mean, its top level. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For like, sure. What the fuck are you doing? Like, I hope I hope you paid cash for it because you're not gonna. If, once you leave college, like, I don't think I don't think you're an NFL quarterback long term. Like, you're not. You're definitely not a fucking starting quarterback. No. Um. So be paid cash for it. And I hope you can afford the fucking insurance because. And I hope we can probably afford job. the insurance right now, but when he gets that yeah. that year one practice squad NFL contract, you know. Yeah, and when that doesn't work out, I hope your sales job with a Georgia alum pays well. State selling State Farm insurance. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I, mean, I think I think ultimately, like if you're in, a, like they have, they need to have mandatory, like financial like financial literacy classes for these didn't kids. the nfl start doing that like the nfl uh, did but a lot of these kids aren't going to make the nfl no for sure i mean let's look I mean, throw kj well, i mean i'm just saying if you have, well, to have, be a, you have to have financial literacy classes for adults you should probably have financial literacy classes for 18 to 22 year old kids well, look at it too. Like you can't. Okay, NFL draft for college players is you can't. You have to be a junior, correct? Yeah. So you have to be essentially twenty-one years old to go to the NFL. Yep. Basically, and if you're like, yeah, you need to give it to them at eighteen. You have to give it to them at eighteen. Have to. Even your punters, or the people that aren't going to make. Like, I, I think it should be mandatory for everybody, but. Especially these kids you're or throwing millions of dollars general. at. Yeah. yeah. You're throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars at. Who have never had, like, who probably didn't have high school jobs, most of them, I would argue. If you're on an athletic scholarship, specifically football in the college realm, you probably didn't have a, a job when you were in high school because you were sports focused, which is fine. But you've never had to manage your own shit. Right. And you go out like Carson Beck and spend two hundred seventy thousand fucking dollars on a goddamn car that I hope yeah, is comfortable because you might have to live in the goddamn thing. Yeah, that's just that's just um, that's just I mean poor poor money management due to inexperience. I mean, like I said, it, it, I mean it, people f- tend to forget like, and I don't I I know the argument you know that a lot of people want to make or whatever is that like oh well they're getting paid they're you know, you can't call them kids anymore. That's that's bullshit. They're bullshit. Kids. These are kids, man. I mean, they don't, you know. And if you're going to give them the money, you're responsible for teaching them how to manage it. Whether they're, whether or not they choose to follow what they're taught, 
is beyond the point. But if you don't make an effort to educate them on finances, then well, I mean, the whole thing with the NFL the was like they're at the at 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 I don't remember when it was. I'm 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 guessing mid two thousands to early twenty tens when all the like the ESPN articles were coming out about oh this certain percentage of of you know NFL players are like stone cold broke within three years of leaving the league or whatever the statistic was. And that's yeah. when that all that it's stuff was like staggering. making the rounds on the news is when they is when they started doing the financial literacy stuff. Um so, I mean, I just I don't want it to get to the point where you have a bunch of college kids who are in the same living way. in alleyways before the NCAA is like, hey, maybe we should, right? Maybe we should teach these kids how to manage this money that we're giving them. And if if as long as you, if you make an effort to educate, and they still go down whatever, like that's that's on them. Hundred percent. But at least you, at least you. Oh, made to an to 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 pretend that there aren't NFL players still to this day that that retire and are broke oh, within absolutely. a couple of years is asinine. But the fact is, is they had the opportunity, they had 100%. the uh, the information available to them for that not to happen, and they didn't yeah. make the decisions, you know, to yeah. to make sure that they'd be good. But that's on them at that point. The league is not going to take any responsibility when they've given you every you know, avenue, uh, available to, right. To help you. And they shouldn't take responsibility for that. Like, absolutely not. So, cause no, I think to be vetted into retirement, in the NFL's seven, seven or eight seasons. Yeah. I mean, make, if you make a, I mean, look at guys like, I mean, just throwing out names like Blaine Gabbert. He's never been a starting quarterback, but he's been in the fucking league long enough to get a – he's vetted retirement. I think he did start. Probably not very fucking long because he's from I think Missouri. He, I think he started in Jacksonville, did he not? Does, does Jacksonville even count to start as a any position? I'm just – I just – I'm just saying I think he started. <laughs> uh, okay. No, um, no. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel got a retirement. He never, yeah. he never, never started in the NFL. Yeah. Or Teddy, Teddy B. I'm sure he's been in long enough. I'm sure. Yeah. And that dude, that dude started one season, I think. Maybe two. Yeah. Um, Isaac Rochelle's another one. DN who just, who got cut from Raiders mid season. But he's, yeah. I mean, he's just shot. He's not there yet. He's like a year and a half, like active wise. Active time wise. To well, hell, Brandon Allen's been on an Brandon Allen's been on an NFL roster for seven years now. Yeah, he gets retirement. So, but he Which, never. I think their retirement's like upwards of. Yeah, I think their retirement's upwards of two hundred k a year. Let me retire for seven years. Give me two. I live fat and happy, buddy. buddy. Fat and happy. <laughs> but, but we'd be we'd be pushing new episodes yeah. every day. I wouldn't have nothing else to do. Wouldn't have nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> sit around and the episodes would be fight sick. with the Pat McAfee show. That's all we do. We yeah. try. We bully them around. Episodes would be six hours long. <laughs> Hell yeah! Eat breakfast. <laughs> Let's record, bud. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do till about four o'clock this afternoon. We're good. Yeah. 
Oh, I make 200k a year on retirement. I'll pay someone to go pick my kids up. I'm good for another hour. Let's keep going. Yeah. No, we just start at 8 a.m. Just record till midnight every day. Yeah. Y'all, y'all um, bored with us yet? Nah, we're good. Nah. Just live stream the whole thing. Just live stream your entire life. You know. Yeah. Um, Hell but yeah. no, I mean the the point is is that they uh, that the the kids in in college are getting all this money that none of these college kids have have. This is a brand new thing, and they need to do something right to kind of help ease the. I mean, frankly, it's a burden to ease the burden of, uh, of uh, what can happen when when these kids get in over their head with with spending money. And I can see like a little bit of the argument. You're gonna get some some people that are like, "Oh, well, some of these kids." Like I saw today, where Shane McMahon's son got he signed to UNC to play football. Oh shit, they got billions of dollars. Okay, they may have billions of dollars as a family, but that that kid, Kenyon. Kenyon McMahon has never just had probably access, and I'm not. I don't. I don't know if he has. And I don't. I assume he doesn't yet. But at some point, I imagine he will. He's never had to just access to probably. Oh, here's fifty thousand dollars. Go do what you want with it. Right. I get some of these or, kids or, or shitload of money, but none of them just been been given. Oh, we're going to deposit hundred k into your account, and this well, is like as long as as long as you do two appearances on the radio for the two times a week for the next six months. Like we're good. Well, they, Johnny Manziel, they, Johnny Manziel had access to as much money as he felt like well, when he was playing. And it turned I mean, him into right. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. How'd that work out? How'd that yeah. work out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun getting, he went on a fucking cocaine bar. fucking bender and didn't even know who the fuck he was for six months. What a nice guy! But a, the documentary is fantastic. <laughs> documentary is fantastic. <laughs> but I just, I, as far as like I know, we got a, like a little train there. But I found it interesting that Chip Kelly was leaving the HC to go to an OC because I can't imagine that lasts long. There's no way that lasts. No, long. no. And I have a feeling, just in my like. N- how Chip Kelly kind of operates in the past. Like this dude could totally set up Ryan day to be fired and take over that spot. Like in his head. That's... So we're giving him, we're giving him the Bobby P treatment now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Had you heard of Ryan day before he got hired as the head coach of Ohio state? <clears throat> Maybe I just didn't care who he was. I still don't, honestly. I don't, I mean. Right. What if. I get that that like regular season they win games, but like, has he done anything relevant? No. No. Okay. I mean, okay. Cool, man. You lose to Michigan every year. Good job, buddy. Good job. (laughs) You're doing great. Keep it up. Yeah, Here's your extension. Michigan. Michigan head coaches go in the NFL after they beat you, and you're just staying there. <laughs> yeah, doing, let me doing let me God's con- work in Columbus, Ohio. Let me continue to win eleven games every year and lose the one that matters. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, I saw somebody. I forgot who it was. Somebody on Twitter was talking about. Um, I don't know. I say the kid's name. DJ Uk- Ukulele going to Florida State. Um, 
ukulele. <laughs> that a fucking just, like that's, that's like a Hawaiian guitar, isn't it? I mean, it's, I you know, that's what his, his last name looks like. It's pronounced. I'm good. I'm I'm here for it. Roll. With uh, it. yeah, dude. No, yeah. Go 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 to Florida State, man. I'm cool with that. I think they'll be. Obviously, they're going to be good again. Um, they had a lot of people. They had a lot of people. Well, as I say, a lot. They had several key guys um, either remove themselves from the transfer portal or undeclare for the draft. I think that's going to it's going to help them. Um, they got some decent pieces coming back. And I hope they I hope they're on the freaking warpath next season, man. Although, to be fair, it might not matter. Because they might win thirteen games next year and not make the twelve team playoff. So, you know. There's no fucking way. Did you <laughs> see who's on the playoff committee this year, by the way? In the in the Michigan A D the chairman? Well, Hunter Yurchek is who I was going with. He got he's on the committee this year. Yeah, but isn't the AD at Michigan like the chairman of the committee? Isn't that a little like? Isn't that a little like <laughs> conflict of interest? Just a tiny. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't <laughs> fucking know, dude. I just that seems a little. I you know whatever. I think you're. I think you're. I, I think he's on the. I don't know about chairman. I thought I saw the blurb from. I think that was what it was. Is that he was supposed to be the? Let me look it up because that I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong about that. But, um, but there's no fucking way. Yeah, there's Michigan no Michigan way. AD named chair of CFP selection committee for this upcoming year. Two days ago, yes. Okay. There's yeah. no fucking way Florida if Florida State wins twelve or thirteen fucking games that they are left out of. There's no dude. I would way. just to be just like oh, just to like, just to be a dick. Honestly, like just who was I don't remember who it was. We talked about it like the week that it happened, but it was so funny. The dude um, on Twitter who made the post that was like, "This is what the twelve team playoff would look like if it was this season," and he left Florida State off of it. Oh my god! <laughs> and everybody in the comments was like, "What? How do you not put Florida oh, State got- in there, bro? How do you not put Florida State in there?" It's like, do you guys not understand? This is what we call a joke. I know it's hard to grasp for a lot of people. I know this is a difficult concept to 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 understand, but this is what we call a joke. Mm. Yeah, it was that was pretty funny. But yeah, no, the Michigan AD is the is the chair of the first 12 team playoff, which is which is just slight minor tiny conflict, I think, you know. Right. If you made the chair of the committee like the the AD of like I don't know, fucking Jacksonville State, like yeah, a team that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, like Yeah. Oh, the Coastal Carolina AD is the chair of the CFP committee. You know, like, um, I don't know. Hunter Yurchek being on there is cool. You know, he, he might he might be able to finagle you know a, a four win Arkansas team into the playoff. You know, that'd be make four the, win next year or from like you just repeating the, you re, next year. We're repeating this year. 
Yeah, four. Yeah, four wins next year. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna use his his uh, boyish charm to get us in with four wins. So, shit. Hey, me and you, uh, we're going to be hanging out with Hunter in a couple weeks. We're on a first-name basis. That's why I call him Hunter. You know, we're, Well, yeah, we're pissed right heads. beside the guy. We're friends. Yeah. Did you guys hold hands while you were in there? No, I was a little bit starstruck just because he was, he's not as big as I would have thought he would have been. So, like, I questioned myself as to whether or not that was actually him or not. It's like, we're talking about, like, um, Tom Cruise height or, like... I No, I'm five... So the the combine had me at like five eight and three quarters. <laughs> I claim five nine. Um, he's probably right at an even six. <laughs> How'd you do with that combine? Vertical wasn't very good, and my oh, okay. standing broad standing broad was a little hey, short. But get you every time, man. Get you every time. I know. Fucking, it's not set up for athletic people like me. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's yeah, it's rigged. Um, Super Bowl, bro. Let's do it. I'm amped, buddy. I've been pre-gaming all fucking day. I, I know. I know. <laughs> you've been pre-game. You've been pre-weeking. Not like today. Today I'm on it, buddy. I'm. I'm seeing how far I can get. I'm at. I'm not gonna. I'm at 16 right now, and I started about a little bit late, about 1 o'clock, which will be about the same time tomorrow. And it's, what, 8.15 now? Yeah. That's not a bad, I mean, that's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad stretch. It'll be a little bit down tomorrow early, because I've got, I've got 10 pounds of wings. Um, I gotta make a chiz dip. Um, meatballs. Some mozzarella sticks. So I forgot to tell you, I'm when we are done tonight, I'm hop I'm I'm driving up. I'll be there about eight o'clock in the morning. Come on. So Tim guys, I'm gonna need some help with these wings. Wings might be a I gotta be back in Lexington by six PM though, so I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna stay very I mean long. we got an airport. Little Rock has an airport. Yeah, so does Lexington, but but they don't fly to each other. <laughs> I'd have to go to I have to go to Dallas <laughs> to, to fly back. That's, that's a shorter drive. I mean, yeah, I mean that's, that's, that's actually that's fair. That's not entirely wrong. Uh, yeah. So I got ten pounds of wings. We got to we got to figure out. But yeah. Other than that, good. I'm I'm fucking I'm amped. I'm going to church in the morning with my Mahomes jersey. I have not decided Mahomes or Kelsey. I don't He's, know which jersey to go with tomorrow. I feel so like Mahomes. When I wore my Kelsey jersey in the divisional, we almost came up. It was it was too close for comfort, and I almost changed at halftime. When I wore my Mahomes for the AFC Championship, I never felt like it was – even though the score – Dictated otherwise, I never felt like it was in question. So I'm leaning towards the Mahomes jersey tomorrow. I didn't realize that the jersey was like church apparel. It's gonna be tomorrow. I'll go fuck. You know, when I was in kid, when I was a kid, church church was like button up, button up, long sleeve, and some khaki pants. That was. I don't go to a Catholic church, bud. I wouldn't. It wasn't Catholic, but Baptist, Southern Baptist. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's uh it's this is uh, a non dom bro. It's not the not the cool church like you go to. Um but we're gonna no, have an entire row of red, cardinal red, chiefs red at church tomorrow. So I don't think you can call it cardinal. That's not cardinal red. No, it's not really cardinal. It's more of a royal red, I would say. Yeah, that's that's not cardinal because Razorback is more, cardinal. Yeah, cardinal's a little bit more maroon. Yeah, Razorback's cardinal, this, so that's not. This is more of a true team. red. This is more like a like that red you have on. Yeah, the Phillies red. Yeah, 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 a little bit more like that. Yeah. Um. Well, I hope your jersey works out for you. I hope it gives you all the. The thing is, is so I think I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. If I remember right, I'm pretty sure when we picked last week, I said. I picked the Chiefs, but I hope the 49ers win. Am I right about that? Is that how you're You're wrong? No, you're wrong about that. You picked the 49ers to win. Oh, no, that's what it was. I picked the 49ers, but I said the Chiefs were going to win, but I picked the 49ers. That's what it was. Okay, I had it backwards. So the reason I say that, I don't know if I I mentioned, I don't know, you probably, I don't know if you agree with this. The way that I see it, the, the the Chiefs have this like big like uh um advantage that, that the 49ers don't have. And it's totally like you know, science numbers like proven that, that this is 13. the case is that they have some like goofy Kansas City voodoo magic going on. I don't even know if they do voodoo in Kansas City, but like I'm pretty sure somebody out there is like has some has some pincushion dolls that they're listen. I'm ready to start if it helps them. I'm ready to start. I'll do because I'll poke. I'll stay up all fucking night and poke pins and dolls. This is the goofiest. Like every time I'm like, there's no fucking way, dude. Like like the team they're playing against is just better because the fact is is as we. Both said the Chiefs didn't have the best regular season. And we know, you know, yeah. regular season is what it is. It's the playoffs now. Regular season don't matter, right? Playoffs is a different beast. But the fact is, bro, they should have lost every fucking game they played in the, in the playoffs. But they did. And I, I chalk it up to the fact that they're not better than these teams. They just have some voodoo magic. So... Different mindset, baby. Yeah, vo- yeah, Different voodoo, mindset. Ma- voodoo mindset. Yeah, I'm here for it. Somebody out there in KC is sacrificing goats in their basement. Like, maybe somebody in Maumelle, Arkansas, is sacrificing goats. <laughs> don't, dude, don't give yourself up, man. Like, you can't admit to anything on the internet, bro. There's no admittance. There's just a might be. I'm t- okay. You do have some some uh, some suspicious, uh, freshly disturbed dirt in your backyard. Last time I was there, I'm curious about that. Um, come check it out. Open book at this place, bud. Okay, okay. Open book. So, how, so I'm assuming, based off of the last two and a half minutes, that you uh, you're feeling pretty confident about this game. Cautiously confident. I'm amped. I'm I'm fired up. 
Well, I mean, you're so so Megan was like, are y'all not recording tomorrow night after the game? I'm like, that could either be a really, really good episode or like (laughs) or the worst one ever. We're going to play it. No, no, we are not going to record after the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. If you if you lose, we're going to give it about a week for you to calm down a little bit before we get back on there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like. That'd be a like Ted, Uncle Teddy might as well just do the episode by himself. I'm just gonna sit here with my headphones on and not say a fucking word. Just grunt every now and then. Just mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot been said this week. I don't really. I mean, everyone, everyone. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not big on the Super Bowl, man. You know this. Like this is. I tell you what. I like. It is what it is. I'll tell you what I like, and I mean, not necessarily what I don't like, because there's nothing that I don't like. I, I like shit talking, right? I like to shit talk a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but what I like about this this specific Chiefs team, and I think they were like this. Um, even last year, and I think I'm not going to say they were like this for the 40 last time in Super Bowl 54 because I don't remember, but I know they, they were like this last year. Um, they don't give bulletin board material at all, ever in, in week one preseason, post, they just like they don't give it, but it seems like. Well, it seemed, doesn't seem like the other teams do give it. Nick Bosa gave it last year. The Eagles' defense gave it. They gave bulletin board bulletin board material. Nick Bosa's like, uh, Juwan. I mean, Juwan Taylor's the most penalized offensive lineman in the NFL this year, by far. And Nick Bosa was asked about him and Jawan Taylor and Trey Smith, what he thought about them and how they played. And he he said, they hold a lot. End quote. Well, I mean, you're probably not wrong. I was going to say, is he wrong? You're probably not wrong. But at the end of the day, like, they don't get called for it every play. So, like, just – and, like, opening day – Every time a Chiefs player got up there, they did. Uh, you did obviously didn't watch it because you don't care about it. But opening day, they bring up like the star, the star people like Soma Holmes and Purdy, Kittle and Kelsey, Chris Jones, and I don't remember who he was up there with. Um, I think maybe Trent Williams. Every time a Chiefs player talked, they just the 49ers fans just boo. I mean, it was loud, which obviously Santa Clara is a hell of a lot closer to fucking Vegas than Kansas City is. Just loud booing. And Kelsey's like, y'all getting me fired up. Like, I want to play now. Like, keep – I love the booze more. I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming. Like, keep talking your shit. And when we sh- – when we'll, let's see what happens when we show up on on Sunday the 11th. Let's just see what happens. And they did this sh- – like, I remember they did some of this shit in Super Bowl 54. Like, oh, 49ers, like, no one could fucking beat them, blah, 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 blah. Close game, like it came to the second half. But I mean, you're fucking. There's 20 minutes left or two minutes left. Who won the fucking game? 
maybe I'm maybe I'm uh traumatized by my fan dumb but the idea of of shit talking before the game to me is outrageous oh i think it's stupid as shit like just shut your fucking mouth like if 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 my team shows up and beats the shit out of you like i'll shit talk after the game for pretty pretty much year yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna let it go i'll let you know how i feel about it before the game because here's my thing is i don't and this is just a personal thing i know a lot of people don't feel this way a lot of people like to shit talk before the game. I mean, I'm like I'm probably in the minority here. But the thing is, is with growing up a Razorback fan, man, like if I start shit talking before the game, a hundred, a hundred and fifty billion percent, we lose that game. Is over. We lose that game. We lost before we started. Right. We lost before. We so that that when I realized this, I don't remember how old I was, man. I was probably. I don't know. I was probably early 20. I mean, maybe not even then. Late high school, early 20s, maybe. I don't know. But I very specifically remember uh, one year texting my mother, who is a Mississippi State fan. And Mississippi State was bad, and we were good, or whatever the case happened to be. And I, before the game, day before the game, I decided i'm we're living high man like we, we're winning games we're doing well you know and so i started talking my shit and we turned around and lost to freaking mississippi state and when i get that text message you know hey where's all that uh where's all that shit talk now buddy <laughs> i don't like the way that feels so i, I keep my shit talking until after the game i don't i don't want to and if we lose, I keep my mouth shut. And if we win, here it comes. There you baby. Go. Yeah, there it's you coming. go. But I'm but all the hard. all the before before the game, you know, you know, I'm man. To me, that's I'm not gonna say it's classless or anything like that. I mean, it's you know, it's fun. People, it's fun oh, for it's people part to of talk the game. shit. Yeah, but 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 man, I hate that feeling, and I don't want that feeling. So I'm not I'm not talking shit before the game. I'm oh hell no! So there's I'm, I'm gonna see if you can guess it. So there's one person, one player for me on San Francisco's team that makes me nervous tomorrow. That makes you nervous about about the, the final game. score of the game. Just the outcome. Oh man, I don't know. If it ain't Brock Purdy, then you need to figure it out because brock purdy has some goofy voodoo magic in his back pocket too it ain't him well then you're wrong dre greenlaw nah no it is because that motherfucker goes from linebacker position to the safety position in about two and a half seconds and just picks shit out of the fucking air or knocks shit down when he shouldn't be able to it ain't Fred Warner. Fred Warner doesn't do that shit. Dre Greenlaw does that shit. Dre Greenlaw makes me nervous. Especially when it comes to like the 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 cross or the under routes, anything under about 15 20 yards cross middle of the field. 
Dre Greenlaw makes me nervous as shit. And that's <laughs> we've been check Mahomes been checking down a lot, and he's when he's been checking down, it's been in the middle of the field where Dre Greenlaw does his work at. He's the one that makes me nervous. I hope he does. I hope the motherfucker gets six picks off of you. I hope you get five flat tires. That's kind of messed up. I don't know why you would say that. Just saying, Dre Greenlaw's the guy for me that makes me a little bit nervous. Good. That fucker is, that fucker is everywhere. Good. I'm Fred glad. Warner may be one of the best or the best linebackers in the league, but Dre Greenlaw is right there beside him. If he's not in the conversation, he makes me fucking, that dude is fucking everywhere. Yeah, he's a stud. You know why he's a stud? It ain't because he went to Arkansas. Because he went to Arkansas. He damn old Arkansas Razorback, boy. That's why. That nothing That's why he's a stud. No, he's sir. a stud. That's why. He went to the See, greatest university. See, there you university. go. There you go. Went, Keep it on. Went, Keep it he on. He went to the greatest university in the country, man. That's all there is I don't, to you, it. I didn't think you started before the game. You know, I'm not trash talking. I'm just telling you Dre Greenlaw is a fucking beast. Shit. I don't know what. What what do we got to play for? What do we got to play for right now? What who am I trash talking? Who is the Arkansas Razorbacks trash talking right now? That's true. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought. The fact is, here's 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 we're gonna I'm gonna break it down for you, okay? Oh, Brandon Allen goes. I hope he gets a couple snaps tomorrow because Brock Purdy gets hurt. He should. I'd make my day. Did you hold on? Actually, I. Speaking of, did you see the thing? Uh, I don't remember who posted. I think NFL might have posted it um, on Twitter. The thing about um, which colleges were represented in the in the Super Bowl. Uh-uh. So it was. So it didn't. It didn't list te- schools with one player, obviously, because that would the list would be pretty long. But two two or more players represented. Uh, every university that had two or more players represented was on the list. Do you know who was not on the list? Kansas. Alabama. Really? Yeah. Do they have any? They might have one, but like I said, the the teams with the schools with one Just player two or weren't, more? weren't listed. The only schools that were listed were two or more. Hmm. Um, so Arkansas was listed, obviously. Um, TCU, I think has three, like there, there was a few schools in there that were pretty, you know, you don't really think of as like a whole lot of guys playing in the NFL, but, um, yeah, Alabama wasn't on the list. That was interesting to me. Yeah. I saw another stat. I don't think this is true, but I saw us, I was, uh, I guess three or four weeks ago now. That said that an Alab a player that graduated how is it worded? It was worded real specifically, and I think that's why they got away with it. But I think it was a player that graduated from Alabama has never scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And I don't I don't know that that's true. I haven't double checked it, obviously, but it was a stat that somebody posted. Uh on Twitter, so um, somebody or somebody like reliable, dude. I don't. This was a month ago. I really don't remember. Um, it was just one of those scrolling, and I saw it, and I was like, "I that doesn't sound right." But I'm 
not going to dedicate the next 30 minutes of my life to making sure that it's <laughs> right. that it's accurate. So, um, I mean, but if, if that is true, that's a, cause I'm, that's a lot of fucking Super Bowls. I have anybody from Alabama school. That, I mean, that's well, a lot the, of fucking the, Super Bowls. The flip side of that is the flip side of that is, is outside of, outside of wide receivers, which Alabama position, you know, or I, I'll even I make it easy. Which Alabama, which which Alabama side of the ball, you know, probably has more players in the NFL, offense or defense? I'd say offense does. Just guessing. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it'd be a fact. Just guessing. I would say offense does. See, I would get. I would guess defense, but you kind of ruined my point by guessing offense. So that's kind of. There's supposed to be a synergy here. We're supposed to be working together. And right now you're working against me. I need you to <laughs> <laughs> need you to pick it up a little bit, bud. Let's see if I can find Oh fuck. It's gonna make me go by position. I ain't gonna do all that bullshit. Why? That, that involves math. So So I I would just looking at it uh, defense does just by looking at it without count active players um defensive backs by a long defensive backs and D-line by a long shot your actives quarterbacks Hurts Mac Jones AJ McCarron Tua Bryce Young Running backs: Jameer Gibbs, Harris, Henry, Jacobs, Brian Roberts, Brian Robinson Jr. Receivers: Cooper, Judy, Jones, Mechie, Ridley, Smith, Waddle, Williams. Tight ends oh, only three. No, I'm looking at it right. It is it is way more defensive players than offensive players. Specifically, D line and D backs, though, right? Uh, yes. Lots yeah. of D tackles, lots of corners, lots of safeties. Yeah. Well, I say lots yeah. of corners. There's several corners, but lots of safeties. There's several, several safeties. Uh, lots of DTs, lots of DEs. Um, I forgot that Mega Fitzpatrick was a, a Bama guy. That guy's a fucking badass. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, yeah, Ronnie Harrison Jr. <laughs> I mean, let's see who else. Marlon Humphrey, uh, Anthony Jennings. Yeah, they got a bunch of they got a bunch of defensive dudes. But yeah. you said so anyway, score, that you, what was the the stat that had scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl? So I think so. I think why they were able to get away with it is because it's players who graduated from Alabama. Uh, I was saying because Jalen Hurd scored a fucking touchdown last year. Right. But that's what I'm saying. And a two-point conversion. <laughs> right. Oh, but what I'm saying is, 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 is he did not get his degree from Alabama. Gotcha. That's why I say they worded it that way. I think they worded it that way specifically so that they could put that stat out as that, like, if they didn't graduate from the university, right, right. They, they, and so Jalen Hurts obviously wouldn't, you know. Right. Qualify. So, um, even then, 
though. That's just even, fucking digging for shit. <laughs> even, but even then, how many guys have graduated from Alabama and played played in the NFL though? I mean, that to me, right. like if that stat is true, that's that's a wild stat. I think. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't care about the Super Bowl, man. I hope y'all lose. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I mean, you, you you just channel your inner Travis Kelsey and make my make my uh, comments just fuel your. Since you, you know, I understand that your contribution to the team is pretty. Um, I know we don't talk about it, um, but since everybody else does, um, Taylor Swift is in Las Vegas. Yeah. So. Are you you happy you excited about that? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't I be? Happy for him. His significant other is there to support him. Absolutely. I'm sure most of the other guys on the team's significant others are probably there too. Um Yeah, probably. But they didn't come from fucking Tokyo, Japan. They didn't travel backwards in time. To do it. I'm not I don't think that's how time works. <laughs> I could be I could be wrong. I just there's something something's telling me that that's not quite if you fly from Tokyo to Vegas uh that that you're traveling backwards in time. Now I guess it would be a different day. It would be the day before, though, actually, now that I think about it. Right? I don't know. It depends. It depends on when you leave because it's a 17-hour time. 17? I think it's 17. 17-hour time difference. So it depends on when you leave. So she... It's a 17-hour time difference, but how long is the flight? Uh... 13. So it's really only four. You're only losing four hours, bro. There you go. Magic. But you can also, you can leave on one day and go backwards. No, I don't think, I don't, I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. Depends on when you take off and land. All right, Albert Einstein. I'm not talking about this anymore. Let's talk about something relevant. Relevant? Okay. What do you got? The dang old... Razorback basketball team decided to win a game. What I don't for? know who gave, who gave them permission to do that, but why? Why? But, but I guess they somebody told him it was okay. I don't know to give you know. to give them hope. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Whoever made that call needs to be fired or fined. One of the two. Um, Devo came back, played thirty-five minutes, had a decent game. What was his, uh, uh, what, did he, what did he score in that thirty-five? I'm curious. I don't know. I'm we had um, we had I think uh, points off turnovers was like twenty-one to nine. Like we we had a lot of we had a lot of points off turnovers, which is historically well historically over the last few years with Musselman, that's been our game, right? Is points off turnovers, um, right. a lot of steals, a lot of turno- turnovers, and a lot of points off of those. So 
they looked a little bit back to uh, back to form. They looked back to form in another stat too, though, in that they had a twelve point lead with like four minutes to go, and damn near blew the game because they were down uh, not too long after that. So, um, which is par for the course at this point, dude. To to get up double digits in the last you know quarter of the game, basically the last ten minutes of the game, and then try to try to blow it you know uh genuinely surprised that they won the game to be honest so devo 35 minutes four points four rebounds so he i mean he contributed do they have do they list as plus minus not on box score now i don't know if they do that in college i don't know i know i don't know if they track that in college um, he Either way, the um, third most minutes of the game behind Tremont, Mark, and L. Ellis. Yeah, Mark and Ellis had good games. Um, I didn't watch it because KU played at the same time, so I watched that game. But um, yeah, I didn't realize Baylor's only Baylor's only won one game at Allen. Yeah, Allen's Ever. tough, bud. Tough. It was the year that we went. Now we didn't go to the to the yeah we went to we went Allen to, game we went to the Waco game but it was that year right. that Baylor got their win in Allen right I think it was after that game we went to as well if I remember correctly see I thought it was the other way around I thought Baylor got the win in in Lawrence and then we went to the game in Waco's and then and then the next game they played was in the Big Twelve tournament I think I could be wrong I thought it was after since it was a one two matchup. I, I, I could be. be wrong, but it I'm, may be. Well, the only reason I uh, say that I think that the, the other game was already played is because when when that game was over, the as we were walking out, I don't know if you remember, as we were walking out, the one of the guys, one of the Baylor fans said, "We'll see you in the see tournament." The big Girl tournament, right? Yeah, yeah. I so knew. I it think was, the other game was already played, but I like that could it be. Could have been. It could have been. Um, Caleb Battle, three minutes. What do you think about that? Yeah, good. Good? Yeah, there's a reason the dude hadn't been playing. I don't know what the reason is, but there's a reason the dude hadn't been playing. So, I mean. Well, I mean, the, there was a reason Debo wasn't playing either, right? Yeah, he had, I mean, he had four points tonight. Well, I get that, but I mean, there's a, like, okay. How many games was it ago? Three, four games? When did he get benched in the second half? Four games ago? No, I think it was earlier than that. Well, he's missed the last three, right? Yeah, so it was four or five. It, was, it wasn't far after. It wasn't long after that. Um, how do you feel about your start? So I don't know if you're looking at the box score. Your starters, Davenport, three minutes, Blocker, six minutes, Lawson, seven minutes. Starters, those those are starting the game. The problem, so the problem is that well, specifically with um, with Blocker is that. Because 
I, I don't think it's just a problem with him. I think it's a problem with with several other guys on the team. They're they're. I mean, it's 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 no secret we've got several like pretty good freshmen on the team. Um, and the problem with freshmen in general, not just at Arkansas, is that they are generally unreliable. Better and unreliable in the sense that they're un they're they're inconsistent. Right. Um, they could go off one night and then the next night be virtually okay. Here's here's my argument to that though. I don't know what year Caleb Battle is, but you give him three minutes, he's, he's zero for I one. I think he's a. I mean, I think he's a junior or senior. But the problem with Caleb Battle, the difference between Caleb Battle and like, let's say like say Laden Blocker, right, is that Laden Blocker is a true freshman with a stupid amount of talent, and he's probably inconsistent. Caleb Battle is a upperclassman transfer who very likely could have other issues than being inconsistent right 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 so the, the, them 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 having both of them having um not a lot of minutes isn't necessarily for the same reasons i guess let me ask you this and i'm not i'm not asking it in a in an accusatory manner or no, accuse me. Accuse, accuse like, them. I'm, I'm not. I'm just legitimately like, okay, you've got a guy. I'm going to pick on Devo because he's the obvious – he's the odd man out here. You've got a guy who four to five games ago was benched in the second half and then left the team. Cam comes back, his first game back, essentially plays from the under 16 and the rest of the fucking game. And his contribution is four points, two fouls, four rebounds. Justify it for me. That your other options aren't better? Okay, but have they... Had they been at a consistent winning level prior to him leaving and while he was gone up until today? No. They haven't been at a consistent winning level at all this season. All year. Right. So you got a guy who voluntarily left the team based on what we know. He wasn't kicked off. He wasn't asked to leave. He left the team and comes back and has the third third highest minutes on the team his first game back. Do you not think Which tells that's... me that the reason that he that the reason that he left wasn't necessarily performance related. But do you do you think that's do you not think that creates animosity within the team? So that's I mean sure it could, but here's but here's the let me let me give you the uh Where's it at? I got to search it. Hold on. Because I just saw it uh, a minute ago. They had a quote from L. Ellis. Uh, I don't see it now, but... Essentially, the quote was that um, 
Devo is the most vocal leader on the team, and when he speaks, we listen, was essentially what the quote was. Um, right. Let me see. I'm, I'm, I bring it up just, I mean, obviously the, excuse me, the starting lineup for Arkansas this season and the minutes distributed has, has been highly inconsistent because they're looking for they're looking for something that works, right? Okay, but here's the thing. So, so yeah, that's fine. So, if you want me to justify Devo playing 35 minutes, there you go. They're throwing shit at the wall to see what works. The fact is, L. Ellis didn't he he didn't play the last two games. Went off tonight, right? Keon Minifield right. didn't play for two or three games. Went off. Like right. Jalen Graham got benched for a little while. Like every player on this team has sat on the bench. So why so I don't he, understand. So like just, my thing is, is so why he, is D- Devo being sitting on the bench is not like something it's to me that's not something that like dude every player on this team has had at least one game where they were perfectly healthy and did not play and had a game where they started every every player who has started a game on this team has had a game where they did not play except probably mitchell i don't know that mitchell has set an entire game actually i'm Almost certain he has not. Um, every other player on this team has that has started a game has sat an entire game while perfectly healthy. So why is Devo? I mean, I guess my thing is is like Devo being singled out makes no sense to me. The only well, reason I mean, he's being singled out is because he was away from the team. But the fact that, is, that's one hundred percent why. Still to this day, no one, right? No one, no knows one why. can tell can tell me why. So until someone can tell me that the reason is this or the reason is that, it has I, I there's I have absolutely zero reasons to believe that him being away from the team has anything to do with the amount of minutes him or anyone else is getting. But you still have to as a competitor which I would assume every kid on this team is, or any team, as a competitor, you want as many, you want minutes as you want to play. So, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just being devil's advocate here. You've got a guy who was, who was gone voluntarily for three or four games. And comes back and is just boom right back in the mix. Like he that. was gone three or four games last year voluntarily too. I get that. That one hundred percent voluntarily. That was made, and I'm not. I'm not saying the university owes fans or owes us or owes. I'm not saying the university or Devo owes us an explanation as to why he went this time. They did last year. Everybody understands, like, there's no, like, I don't, ex- I wouldn't expect you to play through that during that time period when you lose a fan. Like, that's not, ex- I shouldn't be expected from anybody by anybody. And I'm not saying that this year he is obligated to say, or the university is obligated to say what the reason was. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from a competitor standpoint, if I'm, I'm just throwing names out. I'm not advocating for minutes. I'm just saying as a guy like 
Caleb Battle or a laden blocker you who play a guard position where you've got your when Debo speaks we listen and he's gone and comes back and boom he's just here's your here's your 35 minutes back you can have him from a competitor standpoint that has like that can't sit well with them there's no fucking way it sits well with them It wouldn't sit well. With that's a, that's I don't buy that at all. I don't buy that at all. That is true. That is true. If you can give me, if you can give me the reason that he stepped away, because the fact is, is what you're saying is assuming that they have an issue with him stepping away from the team. Now, if you remove that assumption, there's no reason they should be upset with Devo for coming back and getting minutes. Especially when you have guys on the team coming out to the media saying this this dude is our leader and we listen when he speaks. Do you think that 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 L. Ellis is going to come out and 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 prop the guy up to the national media if he had an issue with him stepping away? Maybe not voluntarily, but I guarantee he was told not to say anything fucking negative about him either. He would only have to be told not to say anything negative if it was an if if there was a if he if it was known that the other players on the team would have an issue with the reason he stepped away. And as of right now, you nor I have any I, evidence to believe that. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying playing devil's advocate as a competitor. Which all okay, the, I okay, 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 no, 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 okay, 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 okay. Then I'll rephrase. Then I'll rephrase what I'm saying. That's fine. I'll rephrase what I'm saying. Then, um, if what you're saying is correct, if if your devil's advocate scenario is correct, um, sure, Caleb Battle might be able to justify being upset about not getting minutes, but the kid also apparently, apparently has a bit of a ego Ed. issue that has cost him minutes before. Well, that's, so and even, that's fine. even, even if what you're saying is accurate, I don't think it justifies him being, now he may think he has a reason to, but I don't think it justifies him being upset about not getting as many minutes because the fact is, is you've already proven that you, you've already lost minutes previous in the season. So what is, what you you understand what I'm saying? Like, what is what does no, Devo coming it. back have anything to do with that? So I, I just it. I don't I don't I, I even if everybody on the team is justified in, in like having an issue with Devo, right? Which I don't think is the case. But it, even if it was, that doesn't give him any justification for being upset about minutes because it ain't the first time you sat on the bench, right? And the last time you rode the bench, Devo hadn't left the team yet. Right. So what was your excuse then? You, that's kind of my, you know, like, and the fact is the dude hasn't been, he's had a couple good games. He overall has not been that productive this year. To be fair, nobody on the team has outside of Tremont Mark, really. Right. I mean, Diva's averaging six points a game this year. Um, let me pull up the other ones quick while, I'm, while I got it up. Blockers averaging four points a game. Tremont uh, Mark is what, or probably around fourteen. 
I haven't got to him yet. Uh, Battle this year is averaging 10. Tremont Mark is averaging 17. Okay. L. Ellis is averaging five. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying Musselman's wrong in how he's distributing minutes. I'm not saying that Davis doesn't deserve the 35 minutes. I'm just saying without knowing the reason, and I'm again, I'm not saying that I deserve or we deserve or anybody deserves outside of that locker room to know the reason why he stepped away for four games. I'm just saying from a competitor's standpoint. I got you. I got what you're saying. Here's here's my response. Here's my response at the end of the day. From a competitor's standpoint, you have an issue with it. Here's my response. If you have a problem with it, go somewhere else. Right. Which what the transfer, plenty of what the transfer them, portal's for. Which plenty of them have done before. Obviously, it's because some of them ended up where he they did, are now he, in Arkansas. He, he did it to come here. Right. Wasn't Caleb Battle literally the best player at Louisville last year? Yeah. Yeah. And and you came here. Why'd you come so here? Go back, so go back to a shittier league if you're yeah, not go, performing go, here. Go back to Louisville. If you don't if you don't like the, the miniature, get, go back to Louisville. Or you know, better yet, go play for fucking Utah. Go to Martin Boston College. Yeah. Go go play for a team where you're gonna start every day. Go play for Euler. Yeah. We've got a couple guys playing for them right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not dogging. I'm not like don't whoever's listening to this. Don't get like I'm not dogging Arkansas for playing Debo Davis. I'm just saying from a competitor's standpoint, without knowing the reason why, and not asking for the reason why. Well, there's the thing. Obviously, the guys like Caleb Battle knows the reason why. They know the reason why. Then he'll transfer. If he's a competitor and that's his state of mind and that's how he feels about it, then go somewhere else. Yeah. Now there's obviously I sent you a text about it earlier this week. There's local radio guys who have their own opinion of it, which I I think we all disagree with. Me, you, and Ivy, who's not here to to say he does, but it was uh, what they did on the radio was very. It was straight up unfucking professional, uncouth. Um. has no business in it should not have fucking happened and not only had the first part i'm not even gonna bring it up what happened but the first part because you know what happened the first part shouldn't have happened but it did but the second part when it came back definitely should not have fucking happened well i don't think that i don't give a shit i'll put it to you i don't give a shit how much money devo davis could make $38 $38 billion a year. He could be the richest man on the planet. And it it is it will still be unprofessional and, in my opinion, outrageous to get on a radio station that I'm I don't know what how many people listen to it, but it's it it's most I would argue most people who listen to it. Uh, or who who care about Arkansas sports in Central Arkansas probably listen to it to get on a radio station that's listened to by a, quite a few people and mock him or make fun of him or or basically degrade him over a rumor 
that is patently unconfirmed. False. It's not even unconfirmed. It's patently false. Right. It was started started by a fan of Missouri another message team. Board, one of, yeah, yeah. Missouri message of a, board. Yeah. Of another team in the same conference that we play in, and and basically mock this kid on on this radio show that it's it is it is the most I, I look but prior to that happening i didn't like any i didn't like any of those guys i, I think most of them have, have pretty terrible takes i think most of them generally don't know what the fuck they're talking about but after that that to me is is disgusting frankly i told you to mark the fucking tape last week talking about rick fucking schaefer and it was him, yeah. it was him again yeah on the fucking like it was him again yeah i i'm that is that is beyond not okay in my opinion and i did i left this part out because it was i was driving and was not texting while i was driving but i was yeah don't yeah yeah don't admit to anything bro (laughs) but he went on to say that the the essentially the pio for the basketball team is obligated or should highly recommend that Musselman and or Depot issue a fucking public statement. I'm like, no, the fuck they're not. No, they're no, they are not obligated to, they're not. There's no contract that binds them to let the fans know of every inner fucking fact is of what's going on in the fucking team. He's not, he doesn't have to tell you shit. He can come into his post game press conference and essentially just sit up there like, people do on the fucking defense hand i don't know i plead the fit like I, he didn't the have fact is the goddamn thing the only people he owes an explanation are the people who are or who are paying him to play the game right like if i'm if i'm an organization and i am paying you to go out there and play like your name like if i'm whatever you know a dealership or something and i'm and i'm I, you you collect a paycheck from me for your name, image, and likeness to show up every day and play this sport. Yeah, I'd like an explanation as to why you're not with the team. Right? Like that, because that's an investment that I've made. Well, here's, okay, here you go. Like I brought up a couple weeks ago when this whole Debo shit came out and Debo didn't call in to the Thursday morning show like he is by NIL obligated to do. Like he owes them an explanation. Right. But... He, but but they don't and shouldn't this yeah they should not to, explain that, to their uh, listeners what the explanation was right yeah that's i mean like give me an explanation as to why why or why not i should or should not pay you this week or this month or however i don't know how right. it's set up but hey I'll, i'm gonna let you like this is what happened but this is personal this is whatever it is do not disclose this on the radio or this. I mean, I mean, essentially null the fucking contract or whatever the fuck you have to say. But right. Your your payer is not obligated to tell their people what the reason is. No, I don't think so. The thing is, is 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 I think um, I think the way that it needs to be handled for the most part is. Uh, if you are some sort of uh, radio personality or some sort of media member um, covering a college athletic program, um, 
the general uh, strategy that should be used when the general strategy that should be used when dealing with rumors like that is to is to not engage with them i think and the thing is is that they did that not only did they engage with them but they 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 exacerbated the rumor and then they mocked the kid for the rumor after basically spouting it on on the radio like and i don't i don't think that's right i don't think that's i don't think that's okay no it's not fucking right like it was as a fan of arkansas sports in general it was fucking was it funny absolutely but more so than funny it was fucking embarrassing yeah like i cannot I, what did i send y'all let me look it up and see what i sent y'all because i feel like it was like this i cannot fucking believe no i think that's exactly what you said i think you said that this that is embarrassing they just fucking did this and i can't find the fucking i got it he said you said um Rick Schaefer just said on the buzz that the first song he thought of when Musk said Devo's back was quote unquote my boyfriend's back with a hand over my face. Like Yeah. And then holy and then shit. And then they started singing the song and putting Devo's name in it. Yeah. 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 That is so, so far beyond classless. It's it's unreal. Uh like I'm glad that Dustin heard it because when I was typing it out, I'm like, they're neither of them will believe this happened. Neither of them will believe that this was actually on radio that you can access via app world fucking. Wide. I thought I was going to go back and like clip the fucking ta- like clip the tape and send it to y'all to make sure that you like you heard the same shit I heard. So when he sent that and called me he immediately, said they're saying, I'm like, I know they're like, I'm listening to it. And I like, this is, like what are you doing yeah that's yeah i don't know what else to say about it other than that's not okay um uh, and it, it that's yeah i'm not i'm not looking at today i'm glad whatever it was i'm glad he's back and if he's going to be a contributor be a contributor be be the fucking vocal leader of the team that they say you are yeah and Write the ship however it needs to be righted to end the season on a better note than it is fucking now. Yeah. Or yeah, do do what do what you gotta do to 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 I mean no one's asking y'all to go win the fucking SEC tournament. Right. No one's asking but, y'all to but, go to the fucking NCAA tournament. No, Just no, no. But salvage write the, the season. ship a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Salvage it, what what's left of the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that's all at this point, that's all anyone's asking for. So yeah. Um I do want to talk about baseball, but first, um, we've spent a lot of time on Arkansas. Tell me about this uh, KU game, because I did not watch. Uh, they came out of the gate fucking hot, bud. Uh, they got up on Baylor quick, and they got up on them big. Um, I want to say, if I, I'll look it up. I think they were up upwards of 16 to maybe even 20-something. Let me get to it. Come on, scroller. 
Good grief. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Top 25. You can do it. You can do it. There we go. Um, hello, where you are? There they are. They got up pretty quick. They got up 18 to 6 was their biggest lead. Um, they never... They never trailed in the game. Um, they got close in the second second half. Heather got within one. Case put it back out. Um, they shot. Case still struggles from fucking three point range. It was shit from three point range. Twenty three percent. Kevin McCullough was hurt. They didn't disclose why. I think they said somebody rolled an ankle um, in the game previous to the last one. Um, he played seven players for the entire game. Essentially six because the seventh player played eight minutes, had two points. Um, okay, you got out-rebounded. Bad, like real, like forty-two to twenty-five out rebound. Um, got out their assist. They were down by one. Their saving grace was steals. KU had seventeen steals during the game, um, and had eight turnovers. Baylor had twenty-one turnovers on seventeen steals. So Baylor was sloppy with the ball. Both of them had fifteen fouls apiece. Um, Baylor had two open open looks at threes to tie the game with under 30 seconds to go. The first one was contested, um, but the second one, as the time ran out, was not contested. He just this is a bad shot and just missed it. Um, which I always like how when games in like that on an uncontested shot, whether it be a two or a three that is missed, there's no like, oh, well, he got fouled. Well, that no, this motherfucker was wide. Wide fucking open and just missed it. So there was no, there was no, con- no, like he got fouled and all that bullshit. Um, even the one to tie it earlier in the game, but with like 20 seconds to go, wasn't, wasn't contested. It was a wide ass open off the front rim, as was the last shot of the game off the front rim. So, um, it was a good game. I thought it was going to be a blowout based on the first 10 minutes of the game, and it turned out not to be. But it was a fun game to watch. Um, Hunter Dickinson, like, some games I'm super impressed with the guy, um, and some games I'm not. This was a game I was not. Like, he's seven foot fucking tall, and you only get seven rebounds. Like, that's... That's not being aggressive to me. I don't know how you feel about it, but like seven rebounds when you're seven feet tall, when you get out and rebounded like you did. It's not great. No, like I need you to be a little bit more aggressive for me because especially when you're averaging for the season, a double, double, like you're playing a top, top 25 opponent, a big, huge in conference rival. And you're averaging 18 and 11, like, 
I get you're not going to get 18 every night, but points aren't effort. Rebounds are effort. And when you get 17 against a top 15 opponent, like that's not – when you get four less than your average, like that's not – you didn't give me everything. Especially when at, at an OT loss at K-State, you get 12 rebounds. Um, those last five games, they played three top 25, top 25 opponents. At Iowa State, he had 15 rebounds. At home against Houston in a win, had eight rebounds. At K-State, had 12. And then 13, Baylor at home had seven. Like, I don't know. And I get you were in you, – he got in foul trouble late, so I kind of – I don't know. I want to say I get the lack of aggressiveness on the boards, but you're you're taller than everybody else in the fucking court. So, I don't know. feel like a little bit more effort there. He, and he – he only had two turnovers, but some of – like the, the two passes that I watched him make for turnovers, I'm like – like, what are you fucking looking at? Like, where were you throwing that fucking ball? They just didn't, like, they didn't make fucking sense. Um, but it was, it was a fun game to watch. Speaking of fun game to watch, A&M is up 12 on number six Tennessee right now. And <laughs> our favorite coach, Buzz Williams, just ran out to half court, literally like center court after a made basket to call timeout. And what the fuck is Tennessee's coach's name? Oh, um, you talking about Rick Barnes? Yeah, Rick Barnes spent the entire timeout complaining why he wasn't called for a technical foul for doing what he did. Made basket. And he's damn near at center court calling for a timeout. To give him the tech. And Rick Barnes spent the entire timeout. And I get there's assistant coaches who know what they're talking about and have been with these coaches for a long time, but Rick Barnes spent the entire fucking timeout asking why and wanted a reason why Buzz Williams wasn't giving a T for <laughs> doing what he did. I don't, I mean, I which I feel like is a justified, justified question. Yeah, I can't stand Rick Barnes, but uh, yeah, give him, give him the, give, give him the tea, dude. Like that's that you don't, you can't, you can't do that, man. Like, it's, you know, it's, I mean, it is what it is. There's, they're always, you know, the, the the fact is, is that that him getting a technical right there's, pro- I mean, almost, almost certainly not going to affect the outcome of the game at all, <laughs> but, um, but it is probably deserved, right? 100% deserved. I mean, Absolutely deserved. Cause what's like, say Rick Barnes is the same shit hearing about, Oh, I don't know, four minutes and they cut it to a two point fucking game and he needs a timeout and he runs out the center court and they tee him up. Now what? Well, yeah. You, asshole. You didn't tee him up when he did it 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to bring up Michigan State real quick because I know we've been on them. Yeah. They are I mean, bipolar, I'm... bud. They are they are bipolar. So they um, – I don't know what – I don't have the dates on it, but they lost at number 10 Illinois. 
Then they won at Rutgers, won at Minnesota, won at Maryland. I assume this a lot of this shit is before some of this shit is before the Christmas break. I think a couple of them are. They lose at Wisconsin pretty bad. Then they beat Michigan, beat Maryland, lose at Minnesota by three. And I think Minnesota is just fucking terrible. Then today they beat number 10 Illinois at home, 88 to 80. <laughs> and for the season, they are seven and six in conference, 15 and nine overall. Terrible. Yeah. Not as bad as Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's. Well, no. Vanderbilt is just a. Do you fire Stoudemire after the season? Probably. I don't. I think, don't think you have a choice, do you? They've I. Six fucking games. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you keep him. And he just like he just stands like I've watched. I say I watched it. I watched some. It was on. I had them up on the uh, like the split screen type deal. I'm just like, he just stands there with his arms crossed. Like, he's like, I mean, legit, like, I don't blame him. Like, what the, what do you want me to do? Like, what else can I do to make this? They're six and 17, one and nine in conference play. They are so bad. Hold on. Let me look at something. So, let's see. So, Jerry Stackhouse. Vanderbilt 2019 was his first year. So twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen they go eleven and twenty in conference. Twenty twenty they go nine and sixteen in conference. Twenty Oh wait, no. That's hold on. That's got to be their overall record. Overall, right? there ain't no way they're twenty. They don't yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be their. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm I'm looking at the wrong uh, bra- uh column here. Twenty nineteen, three and fifteen. Jesus. Uh, twenty twenty, three and thirteen. Twenty twenty one, seven and eleven, and twenty twenty two. Uh, 22-23, 11-7 and seven in conference. But if you remember, 2023, they had... 22-23 season, they had um, Sky Pippen Jr., who was, right. if I remember right, the leading scorer in the SEC. That's probably... Yeah. I believe is I believe is is correct. Um, in 2022, um, they lost to Xavier in the quarterfinals of the NIT. In 2023, they lost to UAB in the quarterfinals of the NIT. Their last 19 games, they're three and 16. Ted, yeah. Three and sixteen, yeah. So, so those numbers from twenty nineteen. The only good season you've had is when Scottie Pippen Jr. led the SEC in scoring. Uh, yeah, he probably needs to go. They probably need to find 
um, a replacement for Jerry Stackhouse. He probably needs to be coaching um, at a at a at a smaller school to be to be just completely honest. In my opinion, I, I don't think he needs to be coaching the SEC. The only team now, I understand that Vanderbilt is not like Vanderbilt's not like like he's it's not like he's got a lot to work with there. Um, but yeah, but my God, the only teams they beat, they beat. It says S. I assume it's South Carolina Upstate, UNC Greensboro, yeah, yeah, Central Arkansas, Alabama A and M. And by the way, they beat UCA Central Arkansas by four, UNC Greensboro by four. SC they beat UNC Greensboro. Seven. Yeah, by four. Didn't we? Didn't we lose to UNC Greensboro? Yes. <laughs> um, Dartmouth sixty nine fifty three. The only other game they've won since Dartmouth is Missouri at home sixty eight to sixty one, and Missouri is Missouri's winless. Hot fucking garbage. Missouri hadn't won a game, hadn't won a conference yeah. game. No, they're eight and like Vanderbilt has a worse overall, but Missouri's eight and 15, 0 and 10 in conference. Yeah. Good. By the way, good. Oh, yeah. Fuck Missouri. <laughs> That's, I don't think anybody here is upset about that. No. Um, but like three, like you've not beat anybody relevant. Yeah. Oh, we beat an SEC. No, Missouri basketball is not an SEC basketball school. Sorry, you didn't know. I don't think UCA would beat Missouri. Probably. So, no, that's not an impressive. Like, you don't have – there's not an impressive win anywhere. Like, that's in – that's embarrassing. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I think you've given him you've given him enough time, man. I mean, the the one good season was Sky Pippen Jr. and and that season wasn't even that great. That's the thing about it. Like yeah. that was your that was your best season, and you still lost to UAB in the NIT. So yeah, um, you got to go, bud. Yeah, I think think find somebody find somebody fresh to bring in, and hey, it probably doesn't work out with them either. Because I mean, it's Vanderbilt basketball. It's not like they're like they have a history of, you know, running the SEC in basketball or anything. But maybe you get somebody else in who can try to win a few games, maybe sneak into the tournament, you know? Yeah. Touch on um, the NBA NCAA basketball. Rutgers beat the fucking breaks. Unranked Rutgers beat the breaks off of number 11 Wisconsin, 78 to 56 today. Alabama rolled. They scored 109 fucking points today against LSU. Most most points that they've ever scored on the road. <laughs> My God. They scored 60 fucking points in the second half. Yeah, six the most points Alabama's ever scored on the road. That is, and the thing is, is, it was a one-point game with a couple minutes left. Alabama was up – they were only up three at fucking half. Yeah, it was a close game. Um like but they yeah, gave them forty six. LSU scored forty six and forty six both halves. Yeah, but hey, talk about consistency, bro. That's pretty consistent. I mean, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> you just score the exact same in both halves. Yeah, about as consistent as it gets. 
Um, Michigan, Michigan State upset Illinois. Um, Florida beat the fucking dog race off of Auburn today, too. Good. Oh, my God. Good. Uh, Miami gave North Carolina a run for their money. It was close late. Lost by three. Cincinnati gave Houston a run for their money. Ended up losing by five. Gonzaga beats Kentucky by four. Yeah. Oh, Kentucky's third straight loss at home. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. They lost a four of Tennessee and Gonzaga at home. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Third straight going loss miss and keep it going. Yeah. That's it's not looking well. Everyone, wow. I mean, not everyone. Teams go through a rough patch. I get it. But yeah, that's right. not a good look. Three in no. a row at home is bad. And I say that as a team that has lost a shit ton of home games this year. Like, like that's, <laughs> you know. That's tough. Not one to talk. But, yeah, for Kentucky, for the top 20 team to be losing three in a row at home is, is rough. Um, yeah. Quick tidbit. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't really give a shit. But uh, Daniel Gafford, former Arkansas Standout Daniel Gafford traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Really? Good for him. And had a pretty solid game tonight. Um, pretty pretty good um, day one showing. So, yeah, Gafford with Dallas. Obviously, in Arkansas, there's a lot of Dallas fans. Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Mavericks. What the fuck do you mean a pretty good show? Motherfucker played 17 minutes. Had 19 points and nine fucking rebounds. He damn had a double double in less less than 20 hey. fucking minutes. Hey, that's fucking. Is it pretty? Legit. Is it pretty good or is it not pretty good? That's beyond pretty good. Is it, that's is above it pretty good? fucking. That's well above is fucking it, average. Is it pretty good? Then shut the fuck up. Okay, I said what that I said. I meant what I fucking, said. That I, I'd say based off tonight. Like if you average just based off tonight, you made a damn good move. So here's the thing with with if now granted it's one game but that showing should hopefully get him more minutes and if it does him he has the opportunity in Dallas that he did not have in in Washington he has the opportunity with a Luka Doncic playing that he could be a very good role player on that team. So the only thing I have to say about that, now you you know, and as well as people listening know, I don't watch NBA basketball. And what I was going to say doesn't really translate real well, specifically this game, because it looks like both teams, um, nobody started a center. Everybody was power forward, small forward, and then three guards. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, designated centers per your position go, Gabbert had the most minutes for that position and was plus minus – he was plus nine to the other guy's zero for as yeah. far as position – position players go. When he had 17 minutes and he scored 19 points and yeah, nine that's rebounds. Fucking efficient and he was only as shit. And he was only and he's plus five nine. for six from the fucking line. But he's only plus nine? Yeah. Wait, so in 17, 17 minutes at plus nine. 
In 17 minutes, he scored 19 points, and he was plus 9. That means that... in So the the way plus-minus works in the NBA is it's it's the score difference during the minutes you play, if I'm not mistaken. So in the 17 minutes he played, he scored 19 points. He scored 19 points, mm-hmm. and the other team... The, the, the other team, right, scored 10 or 9 fewer points. No, no, no. He 10 fewer the time he was in. Than his team did, and he scored 19 of those. So, right. plus 9 seems low to me. Well, I'm just – I, I don't know. I don't know how the plus minus works in the NBA. So, like, well, Tim Hardaway, for instance, it's small – well, I get that, but – well, it seems ridiculous. Like the way you explain it, it seems ridiculous because Tim Hardaway played 25 minutes, had 10 points, is plus 28. Uh, PJ Washington played 24 minutes, scored 14, and is plus 24. So, so basically, if you, it doesn't matter how much. So, like, if let's just, hypothetically, right? The way that plus minus works, as far as I understand it, the way that plus minus works, if if I got subbed in, right? Just me as just a random fucking dude got subbed into the game and Dallas went on a 20 to nothing run while I was in the game for like three minutes, my plus minus would be plus 20. As the opposing player? No, 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 no. If I was playing for Dallas. Okay. And my and and my team outscored the other team by twenty points during the minutes that I play. You're plus plus minus okay, that, okay, okay. Because right. there's not a single player on the Oklahoma City Thunder with a plus anything. Yeah, so that means that during the minutes that every that those players played, they were outscored. They were outscored while they were on the floor. Gilgis Alexander is negative thirty one. Well, he probably had the highest minutes, though. Did I? Am 29. I 29. Yeah, highest, highest for the Thunder at 29. Right. That's what I'm saying. He had the most minutes on the team. So, yeah. I mean, the the more minutes you have. Kyrie, the, uh, Kyrie Irving at 33 minutes is plus 32. Okay, that, I mean, I, okay, I'm, I'm tracking with you now. I'm, right. It makes, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, anyway. So, well, plus nine does seem low for his points and for 17 minutes. Yeah. You would think that they would have outscored them more than that in those 17 minutes. If he put up 19, but right. (laughs) Maybe not, you know, maybe not. Um, and had nine boards too. Like that's not to, yeah. For the Um, time he was very fucking efficient. Yeah. That was, yeah. He made, he made his time well fucking worth it. Yeah, for sure. He should, he should get more, he should get some more minutes moving forward. Although I don't know how Dallas, I don't watch Dallas Mavericks basketball. I don't know how they They run their. They scored 146 fucking points. Yeah. I don't know how they run their offense. I don't know if they, if they're big on like running a true center or not, but like. It doesn't look like it because if they true center minutes total between the two is 23. Well, if they start, then Daniel Gafford is a good addition, uh, you know. Absolutely. To the team, like like I said, I think that him and Luca can can probably benefit from each other, you know, a little bit. And the thing is, is like Daniel Gafford in Washington wasn't super productive, right? He was good, but he wasn't super productive. But the thing is, is that he's a center. There's not a lot of other guys in Washington, right? That that are there to help that dude out. You know what I'm saying? Like like Gafford's kind of 
it's not that he's on his own, right? But it ain't like there's a lot of dudes out there that that are that are really contributing, right? The Wizards are not that great. So speaking of the Thunder, real quick, Jalen Williams, Arkansas, Arkansas guy, uh, four minutes over one, two rebounds, one steal, negative six. Isaiah Joe, sixteen, okay, sixteen minutes. One rebound, six points, negative 12. Hold on. Kansas guy, Andrew Wiggins. Hang on. Kansas guy, Andrew Wiggins. 22 minutes, four rebounds, seven points, negative 11. <laughs> what a very good night for the uh, – what's bad is you say it's not a very good night and you're the losing team. Like I And I get it's the NBA that I don't watch, so I know it's a lot different, but – they scored 111, and you you got your ass kicked. Bad. So, I want to throw a little fun fact out for you while we're talking about the NBA, and then I want to move on because I don't – there's nothing Here. else. Yeah, that I really – so this is, this is my fun fact for the day. As we all know, fun fact of last year was that the Oklahoma City Thunder drafted, in the same NBA draft, drafted Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams. Yes. Um Jalen Williams from Arkansas. Jalen Williams from where did the other one play? Baylor. Uh, let's find out. Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Whatever. Wherever he was from. Anyway, close. Two Jalen close. close in vicinity. Right. Right down the street. Right yeah. down. There. I'm pretty sure they're like sister schools or something. Um, yeah. Currently playing for the Auburn Tigers is Jalen Williams. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. I would if I was the owner of the Thunder, like I'm I don't drafting. care how how good or bad the kid from Auburn is, I'd fucking draft him. I would draft 100%. him like a hundred and fifty percent would draft him just just for the memes, like because of how Absolutely. fucking funny it would be. Like, nah, bro, we have three motherfuckers on our team named Jalen Williams. Jaylen, Are you serious? 100%. So, like, it would be. Oh my god, it would be so funny. Um, on top of that, just a little fun fact, just because I was on Google. Real quick, um, Jalen Williams, the first player of Vietnamese descent to be drafted in the NBA. No shit. Obviously, I'm talking about the Arkansas Jalen Williams. Right. I didn't know he's Vietnamese descent. I didn't either, but I just Googled Jalen Williams to see what team Jalen Williams played for. Um, and I just pulled him up, and I'm like, I'm, now that you say it. When you look at his facial features, he does have a. This, wow. He has features. Wow, that's kind of fucked up. I didn't. I really didn't think you would go there, but that's that's kind of messed up. How's that fucked up? I'm just acknowledging the fact that stereotypical racist. The, that's not stereotypical. That's, that's you, no. My God, you you no. You gave me listen, cocksucker. You gave me information, <laughs> and based off the information you gave me. I didn't. I didn't come out here and say the motherfucker. I'm not going to go there, and <laughs> don't go there. Based please. on what you gave me, just looking at him, you can see that. Okay, I can see that there's Vietnamese descent, or could be, based on his facial, based on his photo on ESPN. 
asshole. racist. Okay, let's move to softball um, because Soft? softball started. Soft, softball started this week, bro. Softball started okay, this week. Is good. it good? Good. Good. Uh, good. Um, you know, thing on TV, I guess. Um, well, this is you because I ain't got nothing on it, bud. Did not well, I don't. Here. That's that's that is highly unfortunate. Um, Arkansas played in the Paradise Classic at Florida Atlantic. The other teams were FAU, uh, Ohio, uh, Marshall, Penn State, and Michigan State. Um, everybody plays everybody. It's like one of those tournaments. Um, Arkansas finished 4-1. and one. The only game they lost was Penn State. They lost 3-2 in extras. Um, but they beat Marshall late. Um, what fucking day is today? Thursday night, I guess they beat Marshall yesterday. They, or no Thursday, they beat Marshall and Florida Atlantic yesterday. They beat Ohio and then to, they lost their first game against Penn state today. And then they beat Michigan state. Um, so starting the season four and one, I think they're, they're ranked 12 nationally coming into the season. So, you know, top 15. How many did they is, lose? I, I watched them at the end of the year last year. How many? How many did they lose from last year to this year? Do you have any idea? Or do you how know many players? Quick? Yeah, like contributors. Did they lose? Not necessarily. Um, I can check, but I know that looking just looking at the lineup, they still have um, several big names from last year that are still here. Um, so it's not. Um, it's not a lot. I know. Uh, right. So, just a quick cursory search. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm. I mean, you're good if you don't have it. I'm just. I was just curious. I, I don't know, I but we do. It, but, but the thing is, the is they do have three. So, um, so Nia Carter was here last year. Um, Rylan Hedgecock was here last year. Both of them are on the preseason player of the year watch list. We also mm-hmm. have Reagan Johnson on the preseason player of the year watch. We have three players on the watch list for player of the year. So um, it's not it's not a bad team. If you look at their lineup, um, they also we have um, uh, what's where is she at? Um, Siley Halverson. She was here last year. Um, she's. I remember back. that name. Yep, she's back. Um, oh, where's the other one? Oh, Hannah Gamble. She's back. She's a senior this year. Han Gam. Uh, I remember her. Yep. yep. Uh, and uh, Bree Ellis. She's a junior and apparently pretty freaking good. So, um, four and one, not a bad start. Obviously, you'd like to win all of them, but, right. dude, it's it's – Baseball, softball, you know, that that realm of sport. I mean, anything can happen. Florida State lost their first game. They Florida State got upset by uh Charlotte first game of the year. So and they were number four. They were number four in the country. So I mean, you know, um anything can happen. Point is gonna be a good softball season again. Come on. Hopefully we can get over the hump this year and make the women's college world series for the first time in program history possibly 
Um, it wasn't, but like two years ago, we won. We won the first super regional game in program history, but we ended up losing the super. So we still haven't made it to the College World Series. But you never know. Right. This might be the season. Um, that's all I got on softball. I don't really give a shit about any other teams. Um, so. It don't matter, bro. Oh, actually, hold on. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about because it, it's actually just hilarious. So the preseason um, – the preseason, like – uh, top 25 basically mm-hmm. is hilarious to me because let me count. It's a lot. Three. We have, we have nine teams in the top 25. <laughs> Jesus the SEC Christ. has the SEC has nine teams Jesus. in the top twenty-five. How disgusting is that? It's. I think they have. I think they have ten that are projected to. Which obviously, there's nine in the top twenty-five. They have ten teams projected to make the postseason. Right. There's only fourteen teams in the conference, bud. And the fact is, yeah. if you add Texas and Oklahoma, like obviously it's not yet. But if you add Texas and Oklahoma, we have 11 teams in the top 25. Damn near half of the top 25 is the SEC. Fucking stupid. How fucking dumb is that? Like, the rest of the teams, like, if you don't play in the SEC, you shouldn't, you just shouldn't even play. You shouldn't even really have a softball. Don't have a baseball program. Yeah, don't have a softball, like, at all. Just don't. Yeah. Be like the teams from the north who don't have any of the outdoor sports and just say, eh, no money. We're not putting any money towards that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's insane to me how fucking stacked. Like the, the, the SEC is stacked in baseball. The SEC is beyond stacked in softball. Like it's not even, yeah. it's a different, it's a different beast in my opinion. Like it's hilarious. Um, that's all I got we, on that. We breed some different girls down here in the South, bro. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, they, shit. Oh, we build, we build some softball players dude, down here, boy. That's a, that is a lot of freaking teams from one conference to be in the top 25. That's a shitload of fucking teams. Like, that's outrageous, I think. Yeah. Um, but Oklahoma is like the best softball team in the country by fall like they've won three in a row i think three national championships in a row or they're or maybe this will be their third one if they win this year something like that i don't know they've won a shit ton um and they're coming to the sec next year so it's just gonna make the sec even better even better right um and texas has been in the women's college world series the last two years i think so there you go that's another like when yeah anyway um Moving on, baseball. Uh, not a lot of news on the college baseball front, but every year, every year. Two years ago, it was Peyton Paulette. Last Damn. year, it was Jackson Wiggins. Peyton Stovall this year, and this year it's not. It's not season ending. No, Peyton Stovall. He got hit in the fucking foot twice. On a pitch twice. Same twice, foot yeah. twice on a fucking um, pitch. 
Like, God, in practice? We talk well, about practice? Scrimmage. Practice. Right? It's still practice, bud. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's You can it label whatever the fuck you want to. But, if you ain't playing against another team with somebody else's name on it, it's still practice. Well, but what I mean is it's not like he was taking BP. I mean, he was, you know. He wasn't competing for a fucking position spot either. Now, so, okay, so that's what I, I do want to talk about that because it is something that um, I I obviously had my opinions about, but um, I didn't, I don't know enough about the transfers, and I read an article that has shed some light on what the probable um, movement will be in the lineup with Stovall out four to six weeks. So uh, we have this kid – can't remember where he transferred from. Anyway, he's a true third baseman. Um, well, Holt is at third base right now. So, Holt's primary is position. Is Charleston State kid? No, Charleston, that's Jack Wagner. He's playing first. Okay. Um, okay. No, this kid's name is like, uh, uh, like what is it? Jordan Sprague Lott, I think is his name. Um, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's what it looks like it's pronounced like. Uh, anyway, he's a third baseman. Can play anywhere in the infield. He's a util guy, and they're talking about either putting him at second, leaving Holt at third, because Holt's going to have to play third for the basically for the rest of the year, right? Uh, when Stovall comes back, Holt will still be at third base, or because the Sprague Lot kid is a third baseman and Holt is a second baseman, to move Holt over to second and let Sprague Lot play third, right? Is another option, um, but then Holt is losing. He's not. He's not gaining experience at third base if he does that, which is the position he's going to play for the rest of the season. Um, the other option is to bring Jason Jones down out of left field, put him at third, move Holt to second, and put Spraglot in the outfield. Like I said, he's a util guy. He can play pretty much anywhere. Um, or one more option. I know there's a ton because we have so many fucking players this year. Um, Hudson White. Hudson White is a catcher, but can apparently play. He's good enough to play um, anywhere. So you can move Jason Jones to third. Put Hudson White in the outfield. Move Holt to Quit second. Quit moving my guy I mean, around, man. There's, Quit moving my I'm guy just saying, around. You like him at third base anyway. Don't even fucking start. I him. do, but I, I'm now that he's now that he's been pushed to the outfield based on preliminary reports because we haven't seen a fucking lineup from from uh, DVH yet. I want to see oh, what my guy can do in left field. So speaking of, from what I read, J- Jason Jones is currently competing for a left field spot. He is not okay. He is not. Okay. Secure competing for with. I'm assuming the kid from Missouri. Um, Ro- uh, what's his name? Ross Lovich. Ross, okay. Ross Lovich. Yeah, I think he's competing with him for the left field spot because Kendall Diggs has right field locked up, and I think Wilmsmeyer has center locked up. Um, but according to the article, not to have center locked up. Wilmsmeyer. Oh, he's fast. got. Yeah, oh, I mean, boy. yeah, he's yeah, hundred percent. But I think that from what I read that that Jones, Jason Jones is competing for left field. It hasn't necessarily been confirmed yet. Um, I want to see that guy 
like I want him to succeed so bad. Yeah. And I got I don't know I don't have any any vested oh interest God, in the kid other than my what I've on my own. What are you? Oh my Godding. So Grand Canyon is currently in their second game within the last like four hours in softball, and they're currently up twelve to three. <laughs> Jesus. But I want Jason Jones to succeed so bad. And hell, we sat by his fucking parents last year at the fucking college baseball showdown when he fucking hit yeah. that bomb. And they Dude, went, when you're sitting... Like, I want him to succeed so bad. When you're sitting next to a kid's... Money. When you're sitting next to a kid's family it, and, and you watch him hit a freaking yacker jack, it's hard... Well, hell, I was big on him before that even happened, if you remember. But I mean, it's like, hard, it's hard not to... It's hard not to root for the kid when you're sitting next to the kid's mom, you know, and she's she's way crying more into the it. whole fucking yeah, family. I mean, crying like it was, yeah. oh man, yeah, it's hard not to root for the kid. No, I hope he, I hope he, I hope he's an everyday starter. I hope he does great. I just, it's right now, it's up in the air with this with the yeah. Stovall injury. He'll honestly, the Stovall injury probably helps him, probably because if he's competing for a spot, well. Now you have to fill a spot. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, it probably helps him. Um, hey, bud. We're six days from first pitch. Are you still going to the opening no, day? fuck no, buddy. <laughs> it is, the weather has changed, my friend. Oh, did it? <laughs> It's fifty high of fifty two, and I'm not fucking with that. I'll watch it on. Oh, that ain't I, bad. No, okay. You're gonna tell me that first fucking game ain't gonna be streamed. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, every game Arkansas plays will be on TV yeah. except for I'm Arlington. Not, I'm not going to sit in. No, no, sir. Cloudy fifty two. I'm out. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. You know what we call that? Fair weather fan? Bitch made. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, did you buy your Kentucky Wildcat season baseball tickets yet? No. <laughs> no, I did not. But are you going to? Probably not this year. Okay. I just want to make it known that you are at some point in the future going to contribute to the Alumni Association of Kentucky, the University of Kentucky, and purchase season tickets. And Let me ask you a question. Like, Let me ask you a question. If you had a, if you had a, a, an SEC university, right, 45 minutes from your house, and it wasn't Arkansas, and their season tickets were 190 bucks for home plate seats, would you be a season ticket holder? Will you become the new Kentucky? Will you become the new Whistler of SEC? Will you answer my question? Will you answer my question before you shit talk me? Uh, How much do you you like baseball, Andy? I love baseball, bud. Okay, so answer my question. As long as I wouldn't be designated as like a like a no no no. uh, You know what? If if it was a team that you didn't care about, right? Like I don't care about Kentucky baseball. If it was a team, like let's say you lived forty five minutes from Athens, Georgia, and Georgia baseball tickets were one hundred ninety bucks for season tickets for home plate seats, would you have Georgia Bulldogs season tickets for baseball? Yeah. 
Okay, then shut the fuck up. Okay, don't ever fuck, <laughs> don't don't say another word to me. Would you do it for Tennessee if Tennessee wasn't relevant? <sighs> probably, probably, yeah, probably. The thing is, the thing is, so so with Kentucky, like, if I go to Kentucky baseball game, I know that that. I can wear any Arkansas jersey I want and no one will give a fuck. No one will care. If I show up to Tennessee in my Arkansas jersey, you're going to fight. I'm probably they probably won't let me in. They probably <laughs> turn me away at the gate. Um so the funny thing about it is I'm I'm closer to Knoxville than you are to Fayetteville. That's fucking wild. So really, like yeah. I could, I could, I could go. You know, I could go to Tennessee easier than you can go to to Arkansas. Go watch Arkansas's next next baseball coach coach baseball. Let me ask you a question: Do you think <laughs> you're funny or clever? Is that what you when you wake up in the morning? Do you I'm think just, like I'm just trying to rise, raise your blood pressure, bro? That's all. That's my daily goal is to raise your blood pressure up. Just a a few points here and there. I like to take you up high. And then, like, try to bring you back down and then spike you real quick again. Here's the problem with Tony Vitello. Like, okay, now that you've, you, since you wanted to do this, you wanted to start this conversation, <laughs> mind you. Um, I didn't bring it up. So um, here's the problem with Tony Vitello. If he came here, let's say Dave retires next year, year after, whatever. Um, Tony V comes here, which, first of all, right now at Tennessee, like, Arkansas is a better job. But I'm not entirely sure that he would take it with what he's doing at Tennessee. Now, I wouldn't. I think it would. It's. I mean, it is a better job. Generally, it's a better job. We spend more money on baseball. We make more money on baseball. We have better facilities. It's just. It's a better job. Um, hypothetically, DVH leaves. Tony Vitello comes. They offer him. You know, head coach spot. He comes over here. The same thing. The same. Oh, oh complaint i think that i've made with muscleman would be my issue with tony v and the thing is is would he win games almost certainly almost certainly he would win games he's a fantastic recruiter he's a good coach but he i'm trying not to sound like one of those guys you know you, you you know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying not to sound like one of those people, but he brings a certain culture with him that is not Arkansas baseball. Yeah. So so culture wise, obviously not with without the championships. Culture wise, we are much closer to like the Yankees, right? Like we're not right. very like. We don't do the, 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 Dave has a, has an issue with like the showboating, the, you know, the, the trash talk, like that he keeps that shit on a leash for a reason, right? Yeah. Because the culture that we try to facilitate is one of, of sportsmanship and not that Tennessee's unsportsman. Well, they are, fuck them, but one of sportsmanship and so, okay. For instance, Tennessee, right? Was it two years ago? Drew Gilbert, right? Hits a game-winning 
double or whatever it was. And as he's rounding the bases, he's flipping off the outfielder. Yeah. Bro, you would not start another fucking game in an Arkansas uniform if you did that shit. You wouldn't you wouldn't start fuck. You wouldn't be in you wouldn't be in an Arkansas uniform. You that's right. You would not be on this team. No. You wouldn't have another at bat that game. You wouldn't see you the wouldn't field another, again. No, you no, you would you would be done as soon yeah, as you carry did your that. ass to the fucking and, locker room. And that's the only like like I said, he's a he's a exceptional recruiter. He's a good coach. He's arrogant as fuck. He is cocky. He's arrogant, and the culture that he is building at Tennessee is not I don't want the anything culture to do with that. We no, it's not the culture that I'm used to. It's not the culture that I prefer. It's not the culture that I want at Arkansas. So, would we win games if he came here? Probably, but I guarantee you, because mind you, we're one of three. There are three programs in this country, in in Division One baseball, that turn a profit on on college baseball, and we are one of them. And, and in fact, I think we are number one of those three. We turn more of a profit on baseball than any other school in the country. We can literally get whoever we want. Right. Outside of like Jay Johnson, there is probably not a co. Uh, Jay Johnson, Mike Bianco, you know, outside of like, you know, Kevin O'Sullivan, those guys, outside of those guys, there's probably not a coach in this country that we could not get. So why, so why, you know, why, why him? Why lower right? yourself to those standards? Right. Why him? Yeah. When you can go get the guy that is going to continue to build the program, right. um, the way that you want, you know, with the culture that you want, um, Mind you, 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 you brought this up. You brought this up. Before you <laughs> say shit about this rant, you brought this up. So um, I got, Go I got I know I know we're pushing we're over two hours now, but I do want to point out um the D one not the D one guys, uh the eleven point seven guys. Um anyone you know loves college baseball. Eleven point seven is a great podcast, I think. Um, they're awesome. They are showing some love to Kansas. You know, Kansas had a, a had a one of the top. I can't remember. Was it one of the top incoming freshmen or one of the top transfer classes? Transfers. Or maybe, yeah, one of the top transfer classes. So they did their conference picks. Did you listen to that? I did not. So they did their conference picks, and I think um, between the three of them, they picked. Texas, Texas Tech, and TCU um, were each of the three guys. You know, those were the three teams they picked to win uh, the Big 12. But they also showed some love to Kansas and said that Kansas could be a sneaky, you know, could be a sneaky team to, to pay attention to. When's the last time KU had a baseball team, bro? Um, I... Not in my lifetime. I'm honestly like I'm here for it, bro. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Um, I mean, everyone knows this is an Oklahoma State podcast. We're we're big Oklahoma State fans here, so you know we can't we can't be dissing the Cowboys. <laughs> I but but you I know. tell you what I like about it, and I'm gonna bring some MLB stuff up. Everybody, even myself included, 
and you wouldn't argue Kansas City. The Kansas City Royals are a small market team, right? Yeah, one of yeah one of the smallest, I would say. They're twenty three, twenty four guaranteed money. It's three hundred twenty eight million dollars. How? Just their their off season moves that they made. Yeah, but I'm trying that, to think of who are they. A very, very, very large chunk of that is Bobby Witt. No, but, it can't be. You're talking about but, just next season's guaranteed money. His contract's only but, like two hundred two hundred thirty million dollars, isn't it? Yeah, let me get back to it. I had it in over the, eleven years. It out, so I, mean, I didn't know if we were going to it. There's no way they owe him more than like twenty million or something for next season. Twenty five million. See if I can find it again. You got me all Which I guess that would be a big chunk. I mean, that's yeah, okay. Never mind. That's that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how to do math, so you know, that's it tracks. <clears throat> so guaranteed money twenty three, twenty four off season just off season. Guaranteed money mm-hmm. this this off season. Three hundred ninety eight point two million. Uh guaranteed money 2887 over 11 to Bobby Witt 3 years 45 to Seth Lugo 2 years 32 to Michael Walker 2 years 13 to Hunter Renfro 2 years 8 to Chris Stratton 1 year 5 to Will Smith 1 year 4 and a half to Adam Frazier 1 year 2 to Garrett Hampson What I like about the what I compare to the Royals and the Jayhawks too is they do shit not that, I'm not saying that the Royals are going to do anything with this, but the Royals historically, they don't make splash signings, whether it's free agency or draft or otherwise. They do shit kind of quietly. Um, I mean, fuck, no one expected them to win the 2015 World Series, let alone being back-to-back fucking World Series. Um. Kansas, other than basketball, when you get into like football and specifically football, because baseball uh, until I would argue Josenberger when he transferred, for me, I've never known a Kansas baseball player, but they seem to be following the suit of the Royals and kind of doing shit quietly behind the scenes and just getting guys that want to play the game and can play the game fucking well. They don't need these – they don't need your – obviously, Rock Riccio didn't transfer into Oklahoma State, but they don't need your – they don't need big-name splashes to make moves or improve themselves. They just go find people that fit their mold, fit their program, kind of like we talk about Arkansas, fit their culture of winning baseball games and go find guys that know how to play the game and play it the right way, play it the way that they want to play it, and we're going fucking games. And if they can do it, then I'm I'm here for it. I hope they win the Big Twelve. So Go win it. Fun fact. Uh, Topper. The uh, the coach of the Phillies. Ku Jayhawks, baby. Player or coach? Player. When? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, 
Thompson led the Jayhawks in hits in 1984 and 1985 and holds the school record for the highest single-season batting average. Come on, bud. Go do your, da- do your damn so, thing. Old, old, old Topper from, from Philly, he's a, he's a Jayhawk, bud. Yeah, still, boy. From 40 years ago, still has the single-season batting average <laughs> record. That's so, not impressive. That's not some impressive of the guy- at all. Well, they got some guys this year that could challenge for that. Uh, what, what, hold on. I'm going to see if they actually, if they have it listed somewhere. Um, cause I'm curious what it is. You, you say it's not impressive, but I'm curious. Um, I'm glad you gave me a tie to when people talk shit about me wearing a Philly Jersey now, that I can shoot back at them with be like, look, asshole. Wait, oh, oh! You're glad that you have a uh, a base Kansas. Yeah, so when I wear, on. yeah, when I wear a Bryce Harper jersey to wherever the fuck I want to wear it to, and so I was like, oh, Bryce Harper sucks. You don't even like the fucking Phillies. I'm like, well, guess what, bitch? Oh shit, buddy. There's no way, right? The 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 um. So they have a whole book, right? I've got the PDF pulled up for it right now. It's the Kansas baseball record book it is 114 pages long jesus <laughs> um 52 to fit oh my god it's got like every game they've ever played literally it has every baseball game they've ever played up to 2023 check me look at me hold on i'm reading this I can't, I can't see that. Check your phone. Oh. Um, so I'm trying to, okay. Jayhawks as managers in the MLB right now is Rob Thompson, 2022 to present. Played three seasons as a catcher at Kansas. Highest single season batting average in program history in 1984. You ready for it? Yeah. 443. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> So just throw this guy fucking money pieces down the pipe. So I said that there God were some guys that damn. could compete for that this year. There is nobody in Kansas. No, that is there's going no one hitting four forty fucking three. No, no. So I, uh, Jesus. I, I, I take back what I said. Uh, at the time, nineteen eighty four, the year he had the four forty three, he hit seventy doubles. Or no, no, no. He had seventy hits, eighteen doubles. Um. And in in eighty five, the next season, he finished with a three eighty nine batting average. So, my God, yeah. So you got Topper, bro. Like anybody talks shit about KU, you just you just drop the drop the old yeah Here Phillies manager on him. Um, I don't know. Anyway, KU Arkansas, good baseball teams. I don't have anything else, man. I'm 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 we're like two something hours in, man. I'm 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 all that's all I got. Sports out, bro. Um, uh, go Chiefs. Yeah, go go uh go team, go other team. Yeah, woo. I hope you have diarrhea tomorrow. I hope that uh, I hope Patrick Mahomes gets a speeding ticket on his way to on his way to the Allegiant Stadium. So do I. So do I. All right, buddy. We'll see All you right. next week. Holla.